I told Rowan, hey, when you guys get ready to uh, do a record, you know, don't hesitate to call me. And about eight months later, he did and went to um, Muscle Shoals and made made that first record of uh, Half the City and kind of blew up from there. So. Welcome to the Shellcats, a show about music, culture, and Memphis. As we live into our mission of building community through music, education, and diversity, we look forward to interviewing artists and musicians and hearing about how they are writing their own stories, building their own communities, 85 years strong, and with a rich history, the Levitt Shell has stood the test of time as a beacon of hope in the heart of Memphis. podcast is brought to you by Orion Federal Credit Union, where a big part of us is being a big part of the community. Visit orionfcu.com to see how Orion is redefining banking. again on Shellcast. Al Gamble is probably best known as the keyboard player for St. Paul and the Broken Bones, but he's a man who keeps a lot of irons in the fire. He still occasionally works with longtime Memphis favorite City Champs, and he's always on the lookout for new and interesting ways to share his musical talents with the world. Today, Al talks with us about some of his musical influences and looks back on a very impressive career, a career that began with an epic performance at an assembly while he was in the first grade. He's a great musician, a true gentleman, and a lot of fun to talk to, and we're proud to welcome Al Gamble to Shellcast. Al, thanks for taking the time to join us today. Absolutely. Uh, glad to be here. I'm going to get the fanboy stuff out of the way real quick. What a career you've had. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's I've been uh, extremely uh, lucky and blessed, I think. I actually didn't know until just recently that you were a member of the Bluebirds with Buddy Flett. Yeah, that's right. That's where... I tell you what, Buddy taught me everything I needed to know about being in a band. I was I was like twenty one, maybe twenty two when I when I joined his band, and and uh, wow. I learned so much from him. He was uh, just he's an incredible guy. Is an incredible guy. He's one of my favorite guitarists. I got to tell you. So. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You moved to Memphis, I believe, in nineteen ninety four ish. That's correct. Yep. From uh, from Tuscumbia, Alabama, which is part of the Shoals area in North Carolina. Right. Was that essentially to to further your music career? It was. Uh, it was. It it just so happened I was newly married, and mm-hmm. uh, it just so happened that my wife Camille got a a job here first, and so we used that opportunity to uh, try to get here, and we and we wanted to come here anyway, so it, it just it worked out. That did work out. Gamble Brothers, I think, was uh, a, a pretty early success for you in the city. Uh, yeah, we, I guess we started that in 2000 and mm-hmm. had, had a nice little run and did a, haven't played for about 13 years and did a kind of a reunion show during the holidays a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. I wish I would have seen that. It, it was so much fun. It was great to see some faces I hadn't seen in a long time. And it was good to know that uh, we could still, uh, bring some people out and it was it was our old crowd and i don't mean old in that well i kind of do but uh (laughs) it was it was it was a lot of fun i mean with the gamble brothers if i'm not mistaken you beat out like a thousand bands across the country for a pretty prestigious billboard award that was uh that was a nice 
nice little event that <laughs> took place. And I'm glad we we decided to throw our hat in the ring for that. And won some gear and you know able able to say it all these years later in, a, in an interview, which gives me something to talk about. So. <laughs> Well, that kind of morphed into uh, City Champs at some point, which is pretty fair to say a fairly legendary Memphis band. Oh wow! Well, that's uh, that's it's nice to hear. I don't know if we're quite there yet, but uh, as, far as, leg- as far as legendary bands in Memphis go, but it, it's nice to be lumped in there in, in conversation. But yeah, that started the City Champs. It actually started probably around 2007 mm-hmm. with a band called The Grip and Art. Edmonston was instrumental in putting that together, and and then he got, he got busy with a, a band called Mofro. And right. Oh, love Mofro. Yeah, the great. And he was he was on the road quite a bit, and the City Champs held on to our little residency at the at the Buccaneer, and uh, <laughs> well, it, it just kind of evolved into the City Champs. Uh, but right. Yeah, it's it, that's been a lot of fun, and got three records out now. Unfortunately, George Slupik has moved to. North Carolina. So, but uh, we hope to still do some some city champs gigs every now and then, and hopefully another recording sometime. I got to tell you that uh, city champs were actually the second band I ever saw after I moved to Memphis. Is that right? Where was it? Was yeah, that- I saw you guys at the Buck one night, and uh, I moved here from Orlando, and I remember looking at you guys at the Buck and going, "You know what? The talent level in this town's pretty high." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. That was a lot- you also did a uh, a real nice uh, streamcast for the shell when uh, during all the pandemic stuff. Yeah, yeah that was early, uh, fairly early on. And yeah, it was. And yeah, I'm glad uh, we were we were glad to do it. Glad to just play it all, you know. And and uh, so, how did the association with uh, Saint Paul and the Broken Bones begin? That began with a studio session that, in all places, was in uh, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. And, and uh, my my brother, who was had already moved to, he, was, he lived here for a while, moved to back to Tuscumbia, and uh, was playing with Jason Isbell, started playing with Jason Isbell, but he got a call for a session and involved going to Pennsylvania, and they needed a keyboard player, and so he, he gave me a call. I said, sure, I'll do it, and went there, and Chad also had with him the guitar player for Jason Isbell at the time, uh, Broen Lawler. And Broen okay. recently moved to, to Birmingham and started playing with, with Paul uh, Paul Janeway of St. Paul mm-hmm. and Jesse Phillips, a bass player. And they put together this this band. And Broen showed me some vid- – during the session, we had some time off, and Broen showed me a video of, of the band. And uh, the band couldn't have been – it was probably – I don't know, four or five months old. And it was some footage and I, I was uh, I was blown away by Paul, of course, and, and sure. saw the the potential there and I told Rowan, hey, when you guys get ready to uh, do a record, you know, don't hesitate to call me and about eight months later he did and went to um, Muscle Shoals and made made that first uh, record of uh, half the city. Right. And uh kind of kinda blew up from there. So I think you guys have played the shell three times that I can think of. It's been really amazing to see the evolution of the band over that time. Oh yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's, you know, you mentioned the evolution. That is something that, you know, the band started as, as a, as a retro soul thing, but I I think just musically just kind of naturally evolved. And I think it, it was smart not to want to be pigeonholed into that, 
specific genre. Just you know, if Agree. look at the long, if you look at a, if you try to make a, a career out of a band, and and uh, so yeah, things just kind of kind of evolved. And let's see, what record are we on now? We're on uh, four. fourth one, maybe. We're, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, it's gonna we're gonna release it uh, later this month, and maybe uh, I think the twenty second. I believe it's called the Alien Coast. Yeah, the Alien Coast. That's right. Yeah. Man, I cannot wait. Oh, good. Well, uh, you want to give us a hint of what to expect? (laughs) Well, yeah, I think there was some more evolution. Cool. And we did this right at begin, right before. I guess it was February of 2020. So right before COVID hit. Want to learn more about how you can support the Levitt Shell and its mission of building community through music, education, and diversity? Head to levittshell.org. You can read up on our 85-year history and check out our schedule of live and virtual events. Visit our Shell Shop to grab all the swag and find out ways you can participate in our mission, whether that's through donations, volunteering, sponsoring a show, or becoming a member of our Shell Circle. Once again, that's levittshell.org. You actually got very fortunate then being able to sneak that in before all the pandemic stuff hit. Yeah, um, it really worked out to our to our favor. I mean, I think we would have, well, I guess, yeah, I guess so, because early on, not knowing anything about anything, we, we right. really, I'm, I'm sure that would have been canceled as well, you know, the studio time and everything. So, right. yeah, of you're course. right. We were fortunate to get that in. How, how do you maintain the, the chemistry with your bandmates and everything like that through a pandemic? Did you guys get to see each other or, or practice or talk or anything? No, there was... We're a little bit spread out to begin with. Three members reside in Birmingham, and uh, our bass player is in Montana. Wow! I'm in, in Memphis, and obviously, and uh, say so we've got a, a guy in, in New Orleans. But we Dropbox, I would say, would be the best way we kept in touch right. with each other. S- sending and sharing files and ideas. That was uh, the main source for collaboration during that time. And then we put it all together and recorded uh, in, in Memphis. Well, I'm not supposed to talk about that, I guess. But anyway, well, I, could, I could say we recorded another one uh, in Memphis later that year. It was, uh, I guess, August. Gotcha. So, yeah. Man, thank the stars for technology, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Sometimes it works in our favor. That's right. That's right. The uh, I'm guessing the pandemic kind of hit you double hard. Your wife, Camille, was uh, president of the Shell Board of Directors during the pandemic, of course. That had to be difficult. It was. She, she was so, you know, as we all were, looking forward to shows. and Sure. And, um, but she, I got to say, she really, uh, you know, she and Natalie and everybody just, you know, powered through. And I think uh, things are looking up and excited to see see some shows there in the future. Finally. Getting back to to some of your history, I'm sure there are bunches of influences, but I'm going to be shocked if you're not a Jimmy Smith fan. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's one of my main influences and, and, uh, I give credit to my dad for that, for, for having Jimmy Smith records in the house and playing them for us. I just, I just really latched onto this, to that sound and, and that style. And, and, uh, yeah, it's love, love Jimmy Smith. Ray Charles is another, he had, my dad had yeah, Ray Charles as well. And a uh, huge fan of, of his. So, yeah. 
Those are two of the big ones. So you have a long history and foundation in uh, in jazz and soul. Did the blues come naturally from that? Yeah, I would. I mean, I love jazz. I'm not a jazz player by any stretch. I wouldn't uh, pretend to be. But but the the blues really came first for me. And, oh, uh, yeah. Like you know, we've talked about Buddy Flett earlier, and, and right. Yeah, that was really my foundation. I, I would say for my career and. Uh, it started with the blues. As so many things do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so early in your life, I mean, you know, thank goodness for your dad with all the records and everything like that. Did you have an aha moment when it's like, I can do this? Yeah, I had I had an aha. I don't know about as, as far as saying, oh, I can do this. I had that, I had an aha moment where I said, I think I want to, I think I want to do this. <laughs> Rather, it works. Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was actually in uh, officer basic course in uh, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. <laughs> wow! <laughs> when I decided that, uh, <laughs> you know what? I think I want to give this music thing a, a try. So, yeah, I went to uh, the University of Alabama and got my commission, Army commission, through ROTC mm-hmm. there, and. After college, uh, doing some uh, my officer course, required officer course. And anyway, I I uh, didn't hate the military, but uh, I just no. I didn't. I was in the National Guard. I was I was never active duty, but I just yeah decided it, I didn't want to have any regrets as far as giving music a shot, you know. So I did. It has to have been satisfying. Can you think of maybe an exceptional moment uh, that you remember? Through just through the career, through yeah, the through uh, through music, maybe your first time on stage, or oh wow, first time on stage was uh, if this counts, I, I think it does. I was in uh, first grade, and uh, <laughs> oddly enough, Camille was at in the same school, the same grade, at, not the same class, but at the same time. This was in Huntsville, Huntsville Alabama, and that's incredible. Yeah, my uh, it was show and it was show and tell, and I brought a harmonica to uh, to class for show and tell, and and I played Turkey in the Straw, and a teacher awesome. the teacher uh, said, "Hey, that's that's pretty good." And she went and got the principal and and uh, played it for the principal, and he he called a an assembly for the for the little school there, and so <laughs> I played it played in the auditorium you know, Turkey in the Straw a couple of times, I think for. Uh, for the that's school. that's I mean, amazing. I love that story. Maybe I, I maybe that's when I got the bug. You know, I just didn't realize I had it the, the whole time. But well, you've played in front of some pretty large crowds since then. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> in fact, we got a tour coming up now, don't you? Well, yeah, we were supposed to leave for Europe at the end of this month, and it's that, that has been postponed. We're going to go back in in July, but we're going to if everything goes okay and nothing. <laughs> Uh, no lockdowns or anything. We're we're scheduled to hit it pretty hard in the beginning of March. So cool uh, here in in the states. So right, right. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll happen. Man, I mean, after all this shutdown and everything, that's got to be really exciting for you. Yeah, it, it is. I think for anybody playing music, the the pandemic has put playing gigs in, into a, a different perspective. I think, and uh, just a, a appreciation to be. Just to be able to do it, it means a lot. I mean, it's always easy to see just from knowing you in person and then watching you on stage. There's always a transformation with a musician. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Get up there in front of people and everything. Yeah. We'll be all selfish here for a second. Any uh, any shell moments come to mind for you? Let's see. Yes. The first time with uh, St. Paul was uh, was pretty great. Uh, it was just kind of a 
looking back at, at kind of a special moment. And there's another moment that <laughs> this is a, a city champs show. I had bad luck with, with rain. I got to say like with cancellations and, and uh, I think it was people started looking in my direction because there was that maybe I, <laughs> that was a bad bad luck of, of sorts. But there was a particular city champs shell show that got canceled right at the last minute due to rain. And but we ended up coming to our house and we just kind of word just kind of got out and we set up in the dining room and played. And a lot of people came through. A lot of people we knew. A lot of people we didn't. And it was uh, ended up being a fun kind of a fun night. <laughs> Those can be a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. I remember the uh, the show when you guys opened for uh, Mavis Staples at the show. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun too. That was was great fun. Played with the Bokies there, uh, backing up uh, William Bell, which was oh wow, which was great. Another memorable. They're all memorable, but yeah, that one stands out too. Sure. So you've accomplished so much in music at this point. What uh, what hopes and dreams do you have going forward? Oh wow! You know, I just want to be able to keep to keep playing and and recording. That's that's my hopes and dreams. <laughs> I really, I, I feel really fortunate and really blessed, and and uh, I just hope to be able to to keep doing it as long as uh, as long as I can. If you had your choice of any musicians out there right now that you could work with, who would you like to guest with? Mm, wow, that's a you know, I, I haven't thought about that. I, there's so many great ones here in Memphis. That, that, there are indeed. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I've gotten to work with a, with uh, a lot of them. And it's just, mm-hmm. I just feel so fortunate to know these guys and to just, you know, be able to, to play with them or just go hear them. It's just fully uh, understand. Yeah, real, very fortunate. Do you have any uh, interest in the, the other side of the console? Would you like to be a producer or, or anything someday? You know, that's that's something that uh, I have thought about. Camille pushes me to, to uh, and she thinks I ought to, ought to try that. Yeah, maybe maybe someday. I, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind getting or sitting in that chair, you know. I think it'd be a natural just because you've, you've played so many different styles of music so well, and you have a great understanding of what it takes. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, a great pleasure. Well, Al, I really want to thank you once again for taking the time and, and uh, spending these moments with us. Can't wait to see you again. Well, yeah, I look forward to it, Silver, and thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure. You're the best, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's always so inspiring to talk to a talented musician who still has that fire inside of them. The Alien Coast, the album from St. Paul and the Broken Bones that Al spoke about, has been released. Do yourself a favor, check it out. It'll put a big old smile on your face. You can keep up with most of Al's activities at stpaulandthebrokenbones.com. And if you'd like to keep current with all the exciting things happening at The Shell, check out volunteer opportunities, or even make a much appreciated donation, check us out at overtonparkshell.org. Thanks again for spending time with us today. We'll be with you again soon on Shellcast.